Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another huge episode of the Dawson D Show. Thank you for spending some time with us today. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, follow our socials, and remember you can watch the full episode on our YouTube channel also. All right, our guest today is one of the biggest artists in Australia. She has painted some of the most iconic murals and some of the most breathtaking canvas pieces, many of which feature the biggest celebrities in the world. Plus, of course, she personally painted Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam character and delivered it to him personally in Times Square, New York. It's the super talented Danielle Weber. Danielle is about to share her inspiring story with you and how she got to where she is today. We discuss the nitty-gritty of what she does, but amazingly how she does it. Danielle also talks about the wider art world, how pieces are valued, how long they take to produce, and how investments in art increase over time. We touch on NFTs, mistakes, difficulties, and of course, pushback. Plus, you'll hear some hilarious behind-the-scenes stories of Danielle's incredible experiences in her career, and of course, her friendship with The Rock. So sit back, relax, and laugh along with us. Here she is, the unbelievably talented and humble Danielle Weber. We're going to run with that joke again. Dee, did you bring your paintbrushes with you, son? <laughs> I did a dos, but I'm feeling very inspired, as I just, as I just said five minutes ago before Dos stuffed up the intro. Uh, Danielle <laughs> Weber. another go at it. Danielle Weber, welcome to the Dos and Dee show. Welcome to the studio, and well, thank, thank you, you for having me. Now, let, let's put her on the spot. Who is who? Yeah. Dos D. There we She's go. How many times did it take me? We've been here. You've been here half an half hour. Half an hour. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Well, okay. thank you for having us in your beautiful studio. Thank Talk to us. So it's been nearly three years you've had this place. Yeah. Prior to this, where were we? Uh, where were we painting out of? Oh, there's been like an abundance of different locations. Started on my bunk bed. That was like I used to sketch on the yeah, bunk nice. bed, and then it was in the middle of my kitchen, um, in my parents' kitchen, and then it was like the back room with things scattered under the bed, in the closet, every, all of the things. And then it was grandparents, garage, another back room, the bungalow in the, at my grandparents' house. And then I had a studio for a while, but it was like too dusty and too many people around. So I was like, oh, can't do that. And so this is like, this was the 10-year mark that I got this. So, wow. Yeah. And from what you were telling us, you're getting people banging on the door and wanting to come and speak to you. <laughs> like it's, it's, you can't even put your own branding outside because you've got such a great fan base. Yeah, I mean, I think... When you have a creative space, people get excited. Well, we don't realise like it's so different. So like when people walk in, they're like, whoa, and they just want to like hang around. But I think for me, it's such a sacred space where I need to feel like safe and like that no one really knows where it is and I don't have random people coming and being like, hi, I just want to hang out. And also because people don't really see it as a job as such. So there's no boundaries there. So I think that's why I've like kept it nice and private. Even, even on that, I was like yeah. obviously doing the Instagram stalking. So I gave you a good yeah. stalk. And one of the videos, I was actually, I was saying to Dee today, people still don't believe you get paid doing what you do and no. that you're in the back of the Uber and you're talking to the Uber driver and yeah. he's laughing because he can't believe you get paid to, yeah. to draw murals on walls. Like yeah. people just don't think it's your job. No, no. Yeah, like as I said before, like I'm a bit immune to it now but as I sort of like get older, I'm like I would never – one, ask, you know, because people come up to me on a mural and they're like, how much do you get paid? So if they do think I get paid, like they're just so – and I'm like, well, how much do you get paid now? Like how much do you get paid? And they're like, oh. And I'm like, well, that's not a question that you like roll up and ask. On, on the contrary, people are just so baffled that I can actually make, make a living out of it. So, um, yeah, that's a regular conversation. It's, it's honestly – and if I'm working on the street, it's daily mm. and a couple of times a day. 
And it's just like, oh, like you're so clever. Do you like, is this, like, <laughs> wow. you know, what, what do you do for a real job? Or like, what, what's your actual job? And I'm like, this, well, I just took a week off work to come and hang out here and paint their wall. But yeah, no worries. Like, yeah. It's all. Yeah. Once, once I finish this, I'm heading down for my four hour shift at Coles. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, in saying that, I did balance other jobs, but I think the fact that people are just baffled that I do get paid, even if it was, you know, alongside another job to, you know, when you start, you have to. Yeah, it's crazy. When did it then for you be able to say, now I'm a full-time artist, this is what I do? Like when, how many years ago, what age roughly was it when, yeah, you now consider yourself full-time in what you do? Yeah, so it's been my sole income for eight years now. Wow. I still struggle to say I'm an artist. I just, like, I'm just like, oh, I just like paint shit, you know, <laughs> I just paint things because because of the the reaction sometimes I can't be bothered with it or it's just like, you know, people get offended by my humour around it because I just try to laugh it off and then it just gets awkward. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably be easier to like – it'd be easier for me to say like I just paint houses, like a house painter and then yeah. leave it at that. It's getting a little bit easier to say. Do you think that's because what you paint, is, it just changes so often? As well, yeah. So it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of moving parts of the business. It's like it's not just murals anymore. There's, you know, canvases, murals, merch, building community and things like that. So there's a lot of moving parts and, yeah. I was kind of telling you off air, I actually come from a family of artists. Yeah. But I've just, upon reflection, they've been painting and they've done it for 60, 70 years, some of them, and they have made a bit of money from it, but they've never been full-time in what they do. Yeah. I know this would be a total guess, but in your industry, how many people actually would be full-time? I actually, yeah, I think I, um, I don't know the exact stats, but I was Googling it the mm. other day. We're talking like hardly anyone. Yeah. Like it's crazy. And the percentage of like artists that actually make a living out of it or a good living is really low. And it's more, it's less in, um, amongst females as well. So okay. I could, I'll, maybe I'll give the stats to you so we can pop them up. Yeah. If people want to have a look, but it's mind boggling. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is a big part of that. Do you think, and now touching on your point, your family being artists for a long time. Do you think a big part of it is because of social media now? Because the ability to sell, to promote, to to build an audience? Definitely. I 100% yeah. wouldn't be – I wouldn't have been able to make a living out of it if it wasn't for social media. Yeah, hands yeah. down. And have you found a niche that you feel that was relatively untapped? I feel like instead of going down the road – Route of like route, route, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to come mean. at me here. <laughs> I feel like instead of me saying I'm going to develop my style and people have to buy what I want to paint, in uh, I was like, okay, let's compromise, let's work, let's work off hype and things that people can relate to, and that's sort of how I built that niche in a sense. Niche or compromise? I think it's a bit of both. <laughs> I yeah, I think a lot of artists will be like, oh, we have to sell our soul to do commercial work, and I agree that I do often, but. I think as you as you develop more, you can say no to more work, but you still there will be elements where you have to compromise. So I think that's what I've done maybe better than a lot of artists who are like, no, I don't want to, you know, paint commercial work. I only want to paint what I want to paint and try and sell that. But I'm like, you know what, I still get to do what I love. So there's got to be a bit of compromise in everything in life, doesn't there? Yeah, for sure. When you talk about murals though, maybe explain a bit more in detail for the listener. What does that entail? Like yeah. it's, it's obviously a big, big job. You mentioned a week, you know, at a yeah. certain spot. What, what is painting a mural? Yeah, so a mural is a large-scale, I guess, inst art installation on a wall. Well, sometimes it has a, a short lifespan, but for the most part, it can be up on a wall for many years. And basically it could be 
there's no limitations. Any surface, most, I'd say for the most part, I paint a lot of gyms and private homes. And yeah, they can be from portraits to landscapes. And you're basically just completely transforming the environment of that, that place with an artwork on the wall. Yeah, wow. And yeah. does that come from your vision or is it the vision of the person or, do, or is it a bit of both? There's a bit of both, yeah. yeah. I think I have, have a happy medium of like people coming and being like, I trust you, this is kind of what I want, but run with the design process. Um, so I'm very fortunate I get a bit of freedom now. But yeah, I mean, cool. I wouldn't have trusted me back in the day either, so <laughs> <laughs> probably still wouldn't now. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's sometimes artists go a bit rogue. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It does change the environment though because I, I, I went, I was a member of a gym, uh, it was called uh, Nitro Gym down mm-hmm. in Carrum Downs yep. and a guy came in and I remember being in there while he was doing it and he was on a, a, a scissor lift yep. and doing that but it, it ch- totally changed totally. the environment of the gym what other indus- oh, you said gyms what yep. other industries have you painted like, these big murals for yeah so I mean I've done a um, Jordan and Nike collaborations that was like in store so um, and then that can be extended to activations like I did you know workshopping with painting basketballs painted the fitting room like I did digital designs that were printed out and put in the fitting rooms and also um, the designs were extended to t-shirts as well so they were like printed in store on Jordan T's as as well so no limitations in terms of like murals and where they can extend to and be repurposed to and uh, yeah like cafes uh, restaurants Uh, I mean what's the strangest mural I've done there's like music venues, like heaps of different. With, with yeah. a cafe, right? What would yeah. be an example? Like, is it, sometimes it's quotes, or is it people? Or sometimes it's quotes. Sometimes it's people. Um, yeah, like sometimes it's you know, for, say for example, pizza shop. I did Gordon Ramsay like eating a pizza. So That's so that was cool. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, I've done like um. A, alcohol store where i did like the stepbrothers on the side because it's like catalina <laughs> awesome. wine mixer yeah. um, have you seen that movie d no yeah. oh my god i know you have to see bad it with movies yeah. it's not my strong suit no i am too but yeah. that's one that you okay. yeah, yeah yeah and then that on also on that wall was like mr bean marilyn monroe mona lisa we put freddie mercury on there it was wow. just like a random like yeah that's so there's, there's no limitations yeah. i'm pretty happy to have a crack it's, it's yeah Love it. This episode of the Dawson D Show is brought to you by Fleet Plant Hire Solutions. Do you have an earth moving project coming up, D? Look no further than Fleet Plant Hire Solutions. With over 2,000 qualified contractors and an experienced team, they're the one stop solution for all your earth moving needs. Whether you need excavation, truck hire, or plant hire, they have you covered. And with their focus on customer service, they'll be there every step of the way to deliver on your project need. Oh, yes, please, Doss. Their innovative material tracking technology and resources allow them to handle any project, big or small. And their expert team ensure that the job is done right every single time. Fleet Plant Hire Solutions, the one-stop solution for all your earth moving needs. Visit them at fph.com.au. Now let's get into the episode. Yeah. I, I can't wait to dive in a little bit later into the nitty gritty and, and how the whole creative process and everything you've done. But I just want to take one step back. So going back to when you might have been 10, 12, 14, 16 yeah. years old, what did you think your life trajectory was looking like? And did you get pushback from family when, when you started to persist with art? No. So I think that is definitely the reason why I'm here because my, I mean, I didn't think I would be an artist. That was not something that, you know, I was like, oh, my dream is to because I just thought it wasn't reachable as such. And that was not because of, you know, what my family had or hadn't said, but more so you just assume that, you know, you don't have anyone to look up to and be like, oh, they've done it. I want to do that. So uh, fortunately... I, I mean, I was very sporty. So I played rugby, tennis, like I was everything under the sun. So art wasn't really, it was in the picture, but not as much. So like sport was my priority. So that sport was more your passion yes. and you were just really good at art. 
Well, I didn't even know that. Oh, really? You know? Like, I just sort of thought that... I, There's I, hope for us, Dos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your paintings. If you say you come from a family of artists... Yeah. So you don't just, want to see it, We've Danielle. just got to tap into that. We've just got yeah. to... Do you like how I said that? Tap into yeah, it. Yeah, tap yeah, into I'm it. I'm just going to put that finger down. Love it. <laughs> um, we've just got to tap into that. That's... um, Yeah. So, no, fortunately, I just... I thought everyone could paint and I just enjoyed it more than other people, but it wasn't really a big deal to me. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I can paint, you know, here and there. But when I finished school, my mum was like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, health science. And she's just like, where's your art? And I'm like, no, I want to be a health scientist. And she's like, humour me and push me to actually study it. Hated studying it, but it kept me painting. Yep. So, okay. But interestingly enough, if it wasn't for them, no way. I wouldn't have entertained it. Wow. That's yeah. not the answer we tend to get when no. we ask no. that question. Yeah. It tends to be the opposite. I was a bit like lost, definitely. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, I could be a nurse. Now when I see blood, I'm like, oh, fuck that. Like, yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, and that's why I say to like kids who speak to me, like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Just do what you enjoy and then maybe that might turn into a passion and then something that you love. So exactly. that's another whole ball game, turning a passion into something, like into a job. 100%. Is, yeah. And we've slowly... You know, the football have learnt that over the last three years, but we're only been doing this three years and only started getting paid the last six months. Yeah. Mm. Whereas after a year, I think a lot of people would go, oh, this can't turn What's the point? Yeah. Like, uh, I, want, I, want to, I want you to share what you were sharing with us earlier about um, your, your art skills and the competition. And um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll keep it very brief, Danielle. But what happened was I, I, I stupid. So I, I was no good at art as a kid, I couldn't paint for whatever reason. My sister, very good. When you say no good, did it just frustrate you? Yeah, I just couldn't, like, my sisters and I, we'd go away on holidays and the artists would all be there and they'd have their, similar, not to the, your degree of um, yeah. <laughs> how... Hey, more you know, abs- you I, was, I was never painting like this as a kid. <laughs> they were ratchet. Like, this is like... But <laughs> I meant my... my I mean, if you're fa- painting them as a kid, <laughs> you'd be a, a billionaire, I reckon, Daniel. My, my, my family... They tend to be more sort of abstract yeah, kind of okay. style. But and my sisters and I would have a crack. Well, my sisters got it. I didn't get it. I couldn't they say just try to draw basic shapes. I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Anyway, yeah. kind of long story short, it comes to year nine. You have to pick your electives or mm-hmm. year 10 might have been. You pick your electives at school. I put it as a joke. So it was between <laughs> was one to five. You're supposed to put the top three preferences out of five <laughs> subjects. So I put the number five, right? For art, For number art. five. They didn't even ask you to put five numbers down, but I put five as in I don't don't put me in art. This is how bad – to give you an example of how bad my handwriting is, yeah. they must have misread it as a two, as a preference. Oh, no. So I've been pushed into art. Hey, but, mind you, I chose art and we are in the same class together. See? He left. He Everything left. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It, oh, it's okay. It would okay. have been smart because actually <laughs> in hindsight, I was like one of like three guys and there was like 20 girls in the class. So. Yeah. Why do you reckon I tipped up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking back, I'm like, maybe it wasn't the worst decision. But cutting a long story short, our project, and you will remember this, is we had to sit down with, we went to a local nursing home and sit down with, we got assigned one person and you actually had to learn about their life story and paint, try and do That's it. That's cool. Yeah. That was cool. But yeah. the whole point is, the, the, the whole point of the project was when you're playing with their skin tone, you have to make it look natural. So if they've got wrinkles, don't put a black line to... You know, yes, you've got you to yes. change. I don't even know. I'm, this shows no, how... No, no, yeah, no, you have right. to turn it back a bit so it's not... You're making sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it make, makes sense. It looked like this alien that I'd drawn <laughs> by the end of it. So, you know what I did is I got these big black textures and I just put wrinkles. And it made... It kind of humanised the yeah, guy. Yeah, But then when it came to actually the award ceremony... They had them all up and mine was the only one that looked human. But I totally ignored the point <laughs> the of the project. So my teacher went off of me. She's like, she was yeah. not happy. She's yeah. like, but 
the people awarding it, they didn't realise what the rules were. So I got first place. You won. <laughs> yeah. And I, what did I win? That's I won. Genius. I, well, That's it was Pablo it, Picasso shit right there. <laughs> it was. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't intentional. I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but, but you won. You won a little nice little art kit. Yeah, that got donated to my sister. Um, Great. And she she loved it. But. <laughs> Speaking That's of, resourceful. Yeah, I rate exactly. that. <laughs> I won't turn attention away from This is where schools go wrong. You just got to let people be free and see what happens. Yeah. There you Don't go. listen. Maybe someone <laughs> looking right now will be... Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with going in art class? No, Daniel. no. There's nothing I'm, wrong no. with going rogue? No. No. Well, I was going to ask you, Danielle. Is there <laughs> one thing you can't draw? Is there something that frustrates you? I can't you? draw. Oh, paint. What, oh, okay. what, what, where, where's, your, where's your sticking point? Where's the one thing that when you, you get frustrated with and for whatever reason you just can't get it? Is there anything? Uh, hands were a big problem. Well, okay. Out, very nice hands. So, so, okay. So, I made myself paint like I did a oh, – so, there's tw- 11 portraits. So, I did like 20 hands, like two hands um, in my last collection and I – purposely made myself paint that many to just get more comfortable with it. Yeah. So now I approach them, I'm not as scared. And like that one was easy for me, whereas usually I'd be like, oh, and I'll leave it till last and then I couldn't do it. And it so what do you think it is about it? I'm interested to know. Yeah, what. It's like what? sausages. Like yeah. them. Like they're just... So when you're, pa- when you're painting and what was the part you can get right, do you well, think? Well, because the same, the lines. Like if you ah. do a line, like you can't paint it how you see it gotcha. because it just looks too much. Like it yeah. just looks like you've got like all these like... Yeah. Yeah, so it was. It's just a matter of like interpretation. I'm like, actually, can't you can't paint how you see often, like or with everything, because it becomes yeah. Just I don't know. I'm not a very good arts explainer. Flip, flip, <laughs> flip of the coin. What are you really good at? What's your sweets? What do you enjoy? What's easy? What could you do in your sleep? Eyes are easy. Eyes. eyes. Yeah. Interesting. Wow, I'm yeah. just looking around at all I the eyes. I haven't painted now. her eyes yet, so I'm like, that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hello. Um, we are surrounded yeah, by some very beautiful women on the on the. What, what's, yeah. what's, what's, so why why eyes? So maybe explain the, like the Could, detail around that. I think I said I couldn't draw before. I'm really bad at sketching. Um, like a lot of people can just like sketch for hours and like make it look decent, whereas I'm just like, oh, that's really bad, and I don't see like you know how you're struggling to like see dimensions yeah. stuff. I don't see that in a sketch mm. where I see it in painting. But I used to – when I did sketch, that's all I sketched was eyes. Like my, all of my folios is just thousands of eyes. So yeah. that, I think that's why maybe. Our nan also – Kimmy and my sister, she's behind the, the camera today. But our nan, she does drawings and stuff. And I used to love drawing as a kid. But as I've grown older, even my girlfriend, she, she loves to paint, mm. loves to draw. I find it really frustrating yeah. now. Yeah. Like, mm. Because I'm a perfectionist. So if I stuff up a little bit, mm. I hate the fact that I'm stuffing up. So I stop. Yeah. Do you – so I know it's your career now. Yeah. But do you paint at all for, for the therapeutic aspects? Yes. And creative aspect or just your job? I think there was a long period where I didn't and then these girls that you see now, that is that is that side of things where I'm like I need to tap back into that flow state and just painting what I want to paint without overthinking things and without, thing, without it having a reason. I'm painting that for that purpose and there's like an end goal. So just – Painting things for like no end goal mm. that I feel like that's there's no limitations there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Was there a big change then in terms of pressure to now put out more when it did become suddenly your full-time income? Yes. The pressure to keep producing? Yeah, because if I don't paint, you know, there's, there's a – if you don't have other streams of income – there's a lot of pressure to, you know, yeah. produce things that people actually want to buy that, are, that you can sell and then yeah. in turn. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm always balancing is just like where's that happy medium between, you know, doing things I have to to keep the cash flow in and then also giving myself the freedom to, uh, I guess, paint what I, you know, 
gift I say gifting myself that time now because it is a gift I think to be getting to a stage where I can have a little bit of time to do what I want to do yeah so what does your schedule tend to look like a week by week basis so if I'm on murals I try not to bank them up anymore I used to go from mural to mural and it was just a lot but now I try to do like maybe two murals a month and then like two weeks in the studio or depending if the mural's a little bit longer, it might be a bit a little bit of less time. So murals can be really long days, like anywhere up to, you know, eight to 16 hour days, depending on if it's far, like I'll do longer days. And if in, in the studio, then, you know, I'll be in here for 10, 12 hours a day as well. So, wow. And yeah. for the murals, do you have an assistant with you? So my dad works with me. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And That's he awesome. helps me on murals. And then Alessandra, depending on the size of the job, she often comes out and helps on murals as well. Right. It just makes the process a lot more enjoyable because we've got like logistically, like everything's really well set up now and the process is really smooth. So it's not, you know, you're not like running to Bunnings to get paint and running here to do that. It's just like really enjoyable. Yeah, pass so. up the big brush. Clean these brushes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Move that chair. Oh, I forgot that. It's only a meter away. Can you pass that to me? Like, <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's really nice. Yeah. When we walked in, we're seeing these prints that are yet to be released. Yeah. So, uh, and what, there's 250? Well, by, by the time this, this comes, comes out, out but so they might, they the might not be any available. No, that, We're no. going to say that hopefully for the audience there are a few available. So if there are, then jump on yeah. them. Um, well, yeah. good luck to you. Yeah, yeah. good yeah, luck. Thank you. But I was going to ask. I meant, I meant to them because I don't think they <laughs> not, to you, not to you. <laughs> no, you, you don't need the good luck. You, you, need, you, you don't need to worry. You said So I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. Um, but how does it all work in terms of how often are you producing these? So there's going to be 250 prints. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, 200. Oh, 200. So there's going to be 200. How often is it once a month you do this, once a week? And how do you decide who you're painting, what you're painting? Yeah, that's a great question. Think of like artist messy brains. Like basically my ears, ideas are dumped out like that and they have they just continue to evolve yeah. and like we've got like notes everywhere. And I wrote down that I wanted to do like a cigar OG kind yeah. of series ages ago and then – so many people have asked me to paint this reference. And when I get asked multiple times, I just don't want a single one person out and be like, I'll paint it for you. So I was like, you know what? There'll be a right time. Yeah. So I think the team, like we've been sort of working around structure and how do we get, you know, a bit more structure in the business and basing things off drops, which means that things are limited, which is sort of in line with like what my capacity is as well. I can't mass produce. So why wouldn't I do limited edition drops? So I'm trying this structure and I'm going to try and drop something limited once a month, um, which gives me a goal to work towards and then also helps me roll out these ideas that have just been banking up for years and I haven't – because I've banked myself up with murals. I haven't given myself the time to do that. And, and, then and I know. people bid for these one-of-ones. Yeah, Is that so how I, it works? Yeah, yeah, I haven't figured out like a fair way to do it. But um, I think publicly I've never been about speaking about dollar signs. Like I think if you start – if you're like an artist, you don't you – don't, choose to like make a lot of money if you're st- like I'm going to be an artist it's yeah. not really something that's driven by money initially so I don't feel comfortable with being like this is how much I want for this piece so mm. I just tend to privately have these discussions with people because um I don't like oh uh, yeah. okay yeah um but when people message me I'm like hey the highest bids at six and a half thousand yep. dollars if you want to put in a bid if not alternatively here like I don't put pe- pressure on people I'm yeah like, if you want to buy something go for it like art's not essential if you want it like amazing but um yeah for those for those listening to it yeah. not watching yeah. it maybe tell us about this big beautiful yeah piece. yeah so uh iconic championship moment of michael jordan and i think yeah i think i love jordan's story i love his determination every single quote i love i resonate with his journey 
I think he's fiercely relentless and I think you need to be that as a sportsman, as an artist, anyone who has a craft, I think thinks that you've been gifted with that and you're good with that, but uh, like you're good to go, good to, good to make a living. Yeah. But as Jordan always says, you can be gifted that talent, but if you are not working relentlessly and dedicated to your craft, like good luck to you basically. Mm. So, yeah. So I think this is a really special piece um, for me, obviously young bull. Um, it's called young bull and I'm dropping it in the year 2023. And obviously the number 23 is like, ah, so it kind of makes oh, sense. Clever. Yeah. So for those listening, this yes. gives you a great reason to go to YouTube and click subscribe. Yeah. While you're there. Um, but <laughs> tell us, so from start to now, the steps to actually get to this position from just concept to yeah. Finish time frame. Just tangled myself over here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um, sorry. There's a lot of chords <laughs> and shit everywhere. No, no, it's good. I think I wrote down the series idea probably about three years ago okay. or four years ago. I'd say 2019 when I was getting inspiration for a piece that I did for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it was an icon. And I contacted the photographer and I had a chat to him about it. And I was like, okay, eventually, like, pause this thought. I want to do a series based on this, just because it's like creating like timeless work with color so yeah. it's like new but then like you're just like time stamping a, a priceless memory as well so there was like lots of things going on in my head hopefully that makes sense so four years ago I was like okay I want to do something like that and then obviously the team were like we need to do a limited drop what is something that everyone's asking for and Jordan's like iconic I haven't painted as many as what you think I've painted 15 Jordan pieces and murals all together, but I've had people guessing and they thought it was like 35, 40. So, yeah. That's what I would have thought too. Yeah. So, and then I actually usually digitally like mock up things, but with this one, I just went went for it. Didn't really plan too much about the colour and just sort of had like... It's mesmerising, by the way. Oh, it, like, honestly, yeah. it's incredible. I'm trying to train myself to not overthink things there's a happy medium between like planning and then like I think there's like planning for like smooth execution on murals and then there's like not planning too much in the studio so you're still creating your best work that's not like over mm, it's unbelievable and, yeah like just so, the Guernsey itself I know yeah that's the detail the the like the dots even to that extent like on the jersey yeah like, I'm not even trying to work out how did you get them so perfect in, <laughs> in there's so many mistakes there that you probably really? were like yeah because I um, and then like in the end I end up like going cross line I'm like there's so many dots here I'm like you know what if I can't see it no one else is going to see it yeah. so it's okay so <laughs> if you make a big mistake don't even know how to use the analogies let's say you, you put 24 instead of 23 or something <laughs> yeah. like, like, or, give us or, I'm going to or you write or you write bills but like <laughs> how how far can a piece go where it goes beyond repair where you, can you like fix you can build up on it yeah okay. unless I stab it with my paintbrush and we're pretty good to like yeah. you know yeah so I don't get I don't go that frustration stage that we talk about I don't have that anymore yeah cool. I'm pretty chill like if something happens I'm like cool happen for a reason and if I like I say when I go on a mural and I'm like okay I'm not settled then I'll like I'll need to do something so I say I'm not settled but not frustrated at the piece just not like settled within myself so yeah. it's not mm. so much the piece frustrating me yeah so, gotcha. but yeah, you can fix it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've now yourself have become somewhat of a, or no, definitely a leader in, in this industry, especially for up and coming artists, I'm sure. Yeah. We mentioned earlier, and I'd love you to touch on the community that you're starting to build uh, and the impact you're having through your own knowledge and expertise and experience to help younger artists. Yeah, definitely. Could you touch on that? And, and maybe that's a, obviously it's a big passion of yours. Yeah. Huge. I mean, the world's changing. It's ever growing and changing, isn't it? Like with the technology, like look at you guys, you know, it's amazing how many people you can reach. You said you're in London. And I think, I think 
what I didn't realise is like how technology would evolve and connect other artists together. So when I first started out, it was like, oh, it's going to be a lonely journey. Like this is how it's going to be. And I didn't have anyone to look up to or reach out and say, hey, how did you do this? So I look back at my last 12 years and I think there are so many lessons. I don't say mistakes anymore. Lessons and things that I still, I said, what did I say today? I'm still walking blind. Like I still feel like I have no idea. Sorry, I probably shouldn't say that. But I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still walking with like, you know, something over my eyes. I have no idea what I'm doing most of the time. And, you know, I'm, I wasn't alone, but I could feel, I felt really lonely in my journey in a sense that I had a lot of support and I still felt like that. So my goal and my vision is to make sure other creatives don't feel like that moving forward. And if they can maybe, you know, if I can give them a few tips or a bit of support that might help them, I'd still believe they have to put in the hard work, but if they can maybe get to where, you know, they want to be two or three years quicker rather than, you know, taking 12 years and they're creating their best work five years sooner. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to be your best work. You're always, there's always going to be yeah. better, but you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. I think that's um, where Stream, I find... Streaming, streamlining it for them. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. There's no blueprint. Like there's definitely not where because things are evolving and like that benchmark and that goal goalpost is always changing for all of us um and I feel like for that reason everyone's like oh how do we keep up like everything's moving and changing but use it as a, an advantage and as a strength like of, that's what I'm trying to show yeah. artists that you can't do yeah speaking of moving and changing nfts I'm yeah. really interested to mate you literally just stole my next <laughs> question <laughs> I, th- I thought oh I've been holding it for a few questions I now. thought I thought I was you thought you got to do I thought, oh, wow, look at this. <laughs> I've thought of an absolute ripper and then you've stolen it. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dossie. I was going to say AI and NFTs. Yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. I was going to say like I'm thinking back to like the COVID era and I think, you know, crypto, the rise of crypto and NFTs and this whole world that seemed to really explode around that time. With the rise of like even digital art going back probably, you know, years prior to, to now. Yeah. How does that affect you? What are your thoughts on it? Do you get involved? Is it competition? Is it something you like? Is it something you dislike? What are your honest thoughts on, on like NFTs? Yeah, love. Love, love NFTs, love AI, love anything technology. I was really, I was like slow to adopt Facebook, slow to adopt social media and slow to like adopt digital art as yeah. well. But I knew ultimately if I didn't, I'd fall behind. So I think... Fortunately, I was into crypto when NFTs came about and I've actually dropped three collections, um, three NFT collections. So So it's like another income stream for you. Yes. And it was also another, well, if I don't try it, how am I going to help other artists sort of diversify and and not? Because that's the biggest thing is I'm like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's sort of, I know it's hard and it's a lot to manage, but we can do much more than just painting on canvas. You know what I mean? So Mm. that then obviously AI as well with anything new, there's a lot of crap that needs to be I guess um hashed out and there's issues like anything in business yeah though. like it's you know and everyone's going to sort of always talk about the negative when it's something new and try to shoot it down but I I you know I think with AI there's like a lot there's artist work that has been stolen and I think that's not okay yeah. but for the most part I think if we can use it to our advantage it's really really helpful and a lot of these references i used AI there you to go get. yeah okay well yeah. F- for example <laughs> no joke this morning I found this, uh, I think I found it on TikTok. I'm, I'm TikTok obsessed. <laughs> okay, oh, you've never it. seen a more obsessed man. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's this template. You take a photo of yourself. Basically, it turns your photo. So I'm wearing this selfie. Turns your photo into a LinkedIn photo. So all of a sudden it goes and you're now like dressed in 
whatever else, and it's you. You wouldn't wow. even. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, I'm, I'm, I was thinking of getting my dog uh, Disney Disney lized. I think it's called. Cool. <laughs> <Go. laughs> you get a picture and it turns into a Disney. Yeah, nice. a little mascot. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah, good. Yeah. Um, but so you don't see it as because obviously we sit here and we look at this and we know there's one of one and yep. that's incredible. And a lot of people, when it comes to NFTs, you can't understand the concept. Well, you know what stops me from sending it to Dyson. And it all kind of escalates from there in terms of people's understanding of it all. Yeah. But this is such a unique thing that you can offer that will never be taken away. You don't feel that in terms of the NFT space and online space that that's like a competition or something that can... No, because I think you just said it. Like it's something, it's just a completely different medium. Use it to maybe like aid your like existing medium and the way that you create. But for me, I'm like, if you're good within your craft and, and that's the thing, like when you are an artist, a lot of the time people aren't investing in you just for your art. They're investing in you as an artist and as a person. So even if there's, you know, NFTs and technology coming through that may perhaps take away from some of our craft or some people's jobs I yep. get that that's what's happening if you've developed like a good relationship with your audience like that's that can't be replaced yeah so yep. I think for me I'm not worried because people still want to hold that canvas they still want that physical canvas to hang up on the wall and that's why with my nfts I did drop a one of ones but I also gifted the physical as well yeah, I think if you're good at what you do, um, just stay in your lane and focus on that and don't worry about whatever and just use it to your advantage. Like I said, I used to spend oh, hours and hours and hours reference hunting and now, you know, I can punch in a few things to AI. And the thing is, you still have to have an idea to prompt the AI. Yeah. It's, it's not just, you're not just coming. Of course. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah, you still have to have those ideas to then work off or, you know, to reference hunt yeah. or whatever it may be yeah you briefly touched on then around like there's always going to be somewhat of a community that yeah loves not just what you do but the, the actual physical aspect yeah. of of, yeah. of the of the art i'd love you to talk on the people that they might have been friends somewhat of a community previous followers or you know those that like loved your stuff but they were friends of yours and we talked on about it off air but have you seen you know people that you know, they say you and the circles you're roaming in and what you do, oh, I'm your friend, can I have a discount? Or oh, I'm yeah. your friend, can I have a free one? Or like, we're, we're very much big on this and not that we not that we have people come to us saying, can we have a free this? Like, we don't have anything to offer. <laughs> but have you seen that a lot? A lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, it's not disappointing because I'm not surprised actually. But it, one thing, I take a positive out of it, I would never do that to other people now. I think it's like made it, people in business, it makes you really aware of how not to be to other business owners and how to approach people in general. So when I'm asking for something for someone, I'm so cautious, cautious and unassuming in my approach that they can do that for me. So I think like got to take the positives from it. Yes, it happens way too, like, <laughs> way too much. And even just with like, I guess, career accolades, there can be no one is around. You'll feel this, like when you have your wins – um, you, like this will resonate with you guys, you'll be grinding away. No one understands how, you know, you said the three years, like you work and work and work and work and work. Nothing may happen. No one will be there. And then you have like one thing and everyone's like, yeah, oh, your best friend. great yeah. work. Like that's amazing. I'm like, where the F have you been for yeah. the last 15 years, you know? And they're like, oh, like I'm your friend. Like I went to school with you and I'm like, holy shit. Like I haven't spoken to you in like 10 years. Good to see you. Like you well, you good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which is nice, but it's just like, there's the people that are there through all of the times and then there's the people just pop up at, the, at those times and grateful for all of the support, but it is frustrating when then 
you know, they might do something for you and then be like, oh, can can you like do this for free? Because like I just, you know, I did this for you back in 1992. So <laughs> it's okay yeah. if you like I'll let you in in front of me in the line, at, you know, at the local <laughs> nightclub. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, like I even don't mind speaking on this now because I figure if like people weren't ashamed by what they did, they wouldn't do it. So I was like a party the other day and his wife wants a a mural and I hadn't met I'd spoken to the wife before I hadn't met the husband and he's at we're actually neighbors we live like close and I was talking to her and he came up and he's like hey can do the mural for a thousand dollars and like put his house I hadn't met him before and like put his hand out and he's like I was like ah not shaking your hand and I know he was joking but it's just like that's like one not a way to introduce yourself two just because I'm your neighbor doesn't mean that you know I'm gonna do a mural for nothing Three, you're a multi, multi millionaire. And. Gee, what neighborhood are you living in? <laughs> <laughs> no, in terms of business. Yeah, like, okay. I still live with my parents, okay? So. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it was just like, and I was like, actually, I was like, you're a real estate agent. I'm like, can you give me a free house or like, you know, not charge me your commission or whatever and, and I'll do you a mirror? Oh, like I was just kidding. Like I was just kidding. And I was like, yeah, but like, I wouldn't say that to you. How so, disrespectful. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. And it's so awkward because I've, and I know you would have found this too, because we both come from sales backgrounds and yeah. worked there for years. And that's the thing, like people just seem to want to take because yeah. there's some kind of relationship from a while ago, but it hasn't been fostered for a while, but that gives them the right to come in and get tickets for nothing or this for yeah. nothing or this experience for nothing. And it's, it's, it's an awkward one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, you guys said before, it's like flip the mindset, pay for it because you do know them. Yeah, like <laughs> you should want to pay more because, like, you do know yeah, them. That's you right. Support other brands of people you don't know. You wouldn't even question it. But the thing is, like you said, ten years ago, they're not going to pay thousands of dollars, even though it still would have been worth it. But your name might not be where it is now. Yeah. And it's so. Why did you not value it then? But yeah. suddenly you value yeah. it now. Yeah. Speaking of, do you estimate the value of your work? As time goes on, so yes. in ten years, do you? I, I know it's a how long is a piece of string kind of question, yeah, yeah, but yeah. in ten years' time, will that double, triple, quadruple? Will it go down? Will it go up? What What are the um, reasons why it could go up or down? Uh, I'd say it's like scarcity comes into it as well. So like the less and less I create, like yeah. it drops, the value goes up. So say for example, this one will be worth more because there's only like 200 limited prints oh, yeah. and there's no other prints run. But I'd say on average, I think that doubles as like every 10 years, roughly okay. from what you've said, like, yes, yep. roughly, um, if not a bit more. Yeah, cool. um, thinking of what, like I think I spoke to someone, someone messaged me the other day and they're like, because I said, oh, my original start from 6,000. She's like, ha, 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 I bought my dog portrait for like 600. Suck on that, people. Like something like that. Yeah, and I was just hilarious. like mad. Like it was like eight, nine years ago. So that's even like, that's like a. Oh, she bought it from you that long ago. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's like an 100% increase. <laughs> wow. Like it's wild. Like so, yeah, looking at now like what I charge. So. Would you love um, to see it on on eBay or something in the year, like in the future of people bidding like yeah would you love would that yeah. be imagine it's that it's so cool yeah. it's so cool and because like everyone's like oh but like wouldn't you want because this is obviously NFTs you've attached royalties to it so sure. great game royalties and I know there's issues with that but I don't get funny about that. Like if someone sells my work for double, I'm like mad. You invested in me. You trusted yeah. in me in that point. So if you're going to like benefit from it, cool. Mm. Like fair That's for awesome. all. Like you know, it's interesting. And all it takes in all seriousness 
someone with a lot of money, like it gets, it just gets passed on to another person, gets mm. sold to another. Yeah, someone might know Michael Jordan, and he might sign the thing. Yeah, like you just or don't he might know. sue me. Either one, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, true. Can that? Can that? What, why would they sue you? Absolutely. Yes. Really? Yes. Maybe. Can you touch on that? Like, yeah. So technically, I need permission wow. from him. Joss is like, I've just fucked her. Up. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm nearly like just um, going to sue me for breaking. Well, we were hoping this too. would go viral this podcast, but let's maybe yeah. hope not because it might get across <laughs> to the states. I <sighs> might get in trouble. So technically, I need permission. I've that photographer, um, so Andrew Bernstein. He's amazing. He's taken iconic photos of Kobe. Chatted to him before, and someone who knows him, and he's fine with artists using his work. He just wants credit, which is fine. Other photographers I have contacted have always been the same. They're like, just credit me. That's so fine. So if I can find who the photographer is, I always credit them. Okay. A lot of the time, like you should offer to pay rights as well, but they're generally okay with artists so technically i need written permission that i could paint jordan from jordan's team that's interesting and like another thing i was just thinking before and clearly i'm not involved in the art world at all yeah. but like with every industry there's trends and the trends go up and, and down at yeah. the moment this is very very trendy yes so in terms of art maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago what are the main changes that you've kind of seen in terms of what people actually ha- like Let's let's say wealthy people, yeah, um, upper class people, even middle class people. But what do they hang? What's in their houses at the moment? What and where's the change been? Yeah, I think um, abstracts definitely become more like minimalist yeah. work has become more of a thing in like those big grand homes. I'd say for the most part for private homes, I'm engaged to do murals more, which yep. has become more of a thing, like more of a trend. So people can reach out to you and say, "I want my." Lounge room. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I've painted some pretty cool, cool homes. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I like, I don't know if this is a trend, but I think like grayscale and like sepia kind of works, like timeless works. If people are going to invest, like is, is something that I've seen if they're like having like a piece for their home. But yeah, I'm not really sure. Are we at the peak at like what people paying or has it dipped down at the moment? Like in terms of, I mean, I'm not expecting you to know the history of it all, but do you think roughly in the industry, where are we at in terms of what people will pay for art? I think Australia is definitely behind um, knowing like what fetches in America. When I auctioned a piece for charity was of Arnold Schwarzenegger at his house. It sold for, I think, like 14,000 US dollars, which was about 20 grand. So I think, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, which is fine. And I always say, I, you know, we all value different things. I don't expect people to value art. It's probably not an investment I'd make right now because, you know, I'd like a house first before I do, <laughs> do that. I'm, my parents don't want to put up with me until I'm 40. I don't think I'm 30 now. So <laughs> maybe they do. Who knows? Um, but I think it's okay to not understand the value, but then just don't go invest yeah. or don't expect an artist to drop their like worth because you don't understand that. So definitely it's gotten better in Australia and I think people are starting to understand, but really that comes from us. Like we have to explain that as creatives. We have sure. to take the time to actually, mm. you know, educate people. And that's you why- You have to become a saleswoman, like really. Yes, like yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, and try do it without, you know, biting someone's head off. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I've, I've sent some pretty full-on emails in the last few months just taking the time to educate people and so they don't make the same mistakes again. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. the last couple of years I've been investing in sports cards. Cool. Yeah, yeah. See, amazing. So like, and that's different. It's alternative. Yeah. yeah. I must admit, I've probably spent some money that I'm like, I wish I didn't buy that yeah. one or that one. But in my eyes, like that's something I would like in my house. Totally. Or when I have my man cave one day in my house, yeah. I'm going to have that or that big piece of. Yeah. So you're right. Like, 
everyone is different. Everyone values things differently and that's okay. I think it's just like, and that's the bottom line. Like I wouldn't come be like, hey, can you sell your sports card for a dollar? Because yeah. I don't see the value. I actually do see the value. No, but I, I you know, yeah. don't expect it but for any less. So many people you know, are like, it's a bit of cardboard, but it's different. Like they go, that's just it's a, a canvas with a, yeah. It's a collectible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, you know, something that you probably can't find in every place. And same with art. Like, you're not going to find that in salvos, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. Hey, I love the salvos. <laughs> I do too, but you're not going to find that find that there no um, you I, won't I, <laughs> um yeah so i think that's generally speaking art does go up it is an investment yeah, it's cool. something that a lot of people who are wealthy will buy art and just sit on it and not sell for many many years and then be like hey what's the value of this and it's gone up you know like look our banks don't do much for us so mm. you might as well invest in things that definitely go up in value what we've been probably thinking about this for a while but the highlight of your career where is it currently stand obviously we, we always say we're three years into our 15 yeah. year apprenticeship before we even reach yeah. where we want to get to yeah but and you know so in the long run you're only probably at the beginning part yeah. of your career That's so true but the highlights so far yeah oh i literally still feel, feel like i'm just starting it's yeah. crazy it's just like this is like a 12 year kind of mark and i'm like oh i just feel like i'm a startup yeah. still like yeah. really honestly it's kind of scary to yeah. imagine like, yeah. yeah yeah as a as a Yes. Outside of looking at you and what yes. you've done, that's like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> We've got a few more years to, to go. Yeah. People <laughs> laugh and they're like, oh, no. I'm like, seriously? Like, if if I, sh- if I showed you more of the ins and outs of business and, like, figuring out structure and battling cash flow as a business as you grow, you all, like, we're, I'm taking 10 steps forward, 30 steps backwards. It's still, I still feel like a startup. So, and that's just me being honest because I don't want people to look and be like, oh, like, she's killing it, doing that. And I'm like, no, we're all battling. All battling just, different battles. Just, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want mm. to ask quickly, like you just mentioned the word business, right? Mm. And typically art and business in, in that world and like there's, it's a bit of a divide. And yeah. I don't know, have you ever had any kind of old school artists almost belittle you for making money out of it or a career out of it? Is there is there any kind of, do people look at it as, I don't know. like there's, there's Definitely. Just, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely because of the commercial as- aspect and they like say you're pimping yourself out as an artist painting things like yeah. that people can like want to buy and want to – and my attitude is, is like, hey, I'm going to have a good crack at it so I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I'm still painting every day. Art teachers are a classic example yeah. of that. It's like you're perhaps not happy of the journey. Like my art teacher's hated me <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so and look and that like, doesn't like surprise me well nah i hated art class like, <laughs> not not the one at school but i did art class outside yeah. of school and i hated it yeah and that was because the teacher i just didn't it wasn't Where, a great teacher. yeah yeah like, whereas if i like no was, offense <laughs> sorry well i actually went and did a speech at like my high school only to find out that my art teacher had been shredding me to pieces <gasps> And it came back to me. Since, since your success? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 wow. Yeah, 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 one of them. What? Yeah. 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 Oh. So, um, and then my uni art teacher definitely had a problem with me. She wanted to fail me. Well, they wanted to fail me. Like there was The health science well. health science degree? Yeah, well, I did arts as well. So, okay. the art side of it, yeah. I excelled in health science, even though I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did uh, they want to fail you then? Because Jealousy. I had delivered a painting to The Rock and I was like three weeks late. 
back to class, which is fair. I mean, you know, they've got attendance to tick off. So, but at the end of that semester, when I, I think I, I can show you my thing, I think I got 50 or 51. So That's I just need. passed, P's get to grace. Um, <laughs> and I went and put a business card on her desk and just like, oh, yeah. that for they, didn't, yeah, they didn't really know that I was like building, but it, had I had shown them, they would have been like, what are you doing? Like, it's not, you know, you're not, yeah. it's not the art way. So yes, there is a bit of backlash, but if you don't like it, move on. But I'm also a big advocate for as long as you're creative, like creating, I don't care what you're doing. Like I say to younger people too, they're like, I don't have a style. I'm like, just keep creating. Mm. Just keep like one foot in front of the other. Like don't, you know, think that you have to do this or think that you have to do it that way. There's no blueprint. And anyone who's trying to tell you that you (laughs) – oh, this is not the right way. It's like, well, where are you at? Like, are you are you where you want to be? That's right. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. So you briefly touched on him. So oh, actually, you didn't answer Dee's question. Your highlight. Highlight. Sorry, I went on a big no, tangent then. I cut you off. Then. I cut oh, you did you? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. it's all your fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Must be a D thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good at that. Daddy's. Oh, geez. Can't take us anywhere. Um, <laughs> highlight. Look, I truly think that a sitting like – it's nice like when people come to the studio as I said like it's it's a day-to-day to me so I have to like kick myself every now and then like I actually have a studio I think this was my biggest highlight because having a safe space where space that's yours um, I actually bought this studio that you can create in wow. and I think it's just more it was like a huge imprint in my journey mm. and it made like I actually I forget these things and I looked back last week on like the photos of me in like the back room and in the middle of the kitchen and I think it's cool for artists to see, wow, you've got this, but also equally as cool for them to see, like, that's what you had before for 10 years and you still made it work somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely a highlight. There's also been other accolades, I guess, career accolades. But, like, I'm like, cool, that happened. But I, I sort of equally approach, like, the, the highlights and the lowlights as um, you sort of as one. Uh, I must say, yeah. though, you've created this space. Like, we've walked in and we've felt so welcome. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, it's – actually, it was – almost too much at one point. I was yeah. like, this is like... Snack drawer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it was, I was, it was so nice. Like, yeah, what, those veggie chips did sound quite nice. <laughs> I think we've got barbecue chicken and original yeah. left. I ate all the salt and vinegar, sorry. <laughs> but clearly you, part of you and what you're doing and what you're creating, it's more than just the product. It's you, yeah. it's your team and your energy that yeah. you, you put out to the world, I guess. Yeah, and I think uh, I've learned that in the last, especially in the last year, that... I used to think, oh, everyone just wants to see work. Like they don't – but I'm like, no, actually people want to see the journey because it's it's like it's real. It's – I feel like I'm getting a bit more comfortable with just sharing like how fucking hard it is. Like yeah. you guys would know like being in something new, how hard it is. Like you often have a lot harder days than what you do have good days. Yeah. And unfortunately we do just put out the highlights. So it's – yeah. But I think it's important to to be able to share that and to be able to like welcome people in to be able to like feel like have a safe space for them to share as well and that's what you guys do beautifully as well so thank you thank you well like and i've really enjoyed chatting to you about more you than like who you've worked with but of course people want to know this question so tell us about some of the people you have met and worked with yeah um over the journey yeah so uh i think the biggest one that's probably like a standout is um, the friendship that I've developed with The Rock. He called, we're, He's D2. So oh. really, we all we could be good buddies, you know. Like He's like, hey, well, D2. Well, I'm left out. You're Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Close. You're D as well. Yeah. So it's all right. That's, so many Ds. Yeah. 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 There is a code coming later, so stay tuned. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I think that was big in that when you're doing something that you're not sure is going to get you anywhere slash you're going to be able to make a living out of, 
when you're figuring out if you're valued or you, you give provide value, I think having someone like The Rock is pretty cool, you know, stopping, stopping in and saying, hey, like, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. So meeting him in 2015 was huge. Developed a relationship with him where he'd just pop in every now and then and say, hey, like, how are you going? And What do you call him? D. <laughs> D. And he calls me no. D. Yeah, oh, cool. that's nice. And yeah. Nice. What, so you did a, a mural of him? I did a painting and uh, he saw that. Okay. And then he was like, looking forward to meeting you one day. And then I did a, a painted something for him as a gift to say thank you and basically flew that over, met him, kept in contact. And then last year he asked me to do a piece for his premiere for the Black Adam movie. Yeah. And I presented it to him on the black carpet. Tell us about that moment before it gets revealed. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. The uh, nerves. Like, I would love to know that. That You know, it's all great hearing about when it gets revealed and everyone's hugging and kissing and cheering. Yeah. But, but I don't the even know if I've actually spoken about it in detail, hey. I get there and I'm like, what the f- fuck am I doing here quite realistically because I'm like this he's like main sidekick woman's like looking for me she's like where are you I'm like I don't know it's Times Square so it's like hectic there's lots going on didn't know where the painting was at this point okay jeez it was how did you get it over there I rolled it up and took it in a tube and then I got some random guy to come pick it up to frame it. And so I was just trusting that he was doing that and dropping it off at Times Square at the right time. Oh, my God. And and Um, this is for the premiere? Yes, for the the world premiere. (laughs) World premiere. The world world premiere. In Times Square in New York City. In Times Square in New York City. Wow. Yeah. So here am I like just like trying to walk in these heels, like what am I doing? And I'm like, is the painting here yet? And we're like probably like half an hour out of him him arriving and then she's like, oh, the van's here. And I'm, so we go out and there's like just people screaming and like everyone. I'm like, oh, my God. Gets the canvas out. And I said to the guy, I'm like, I need an easel because Dwayne had said like, this is how I want it. I'm going to walk over. We're going to have black cloth. We're going to reveal it. And then we'll say both say something and like blah, blah, blah. So he had it all planned out. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this, like execute this in a city that I don't know anyone. I've got no one with me. I'm on my own. Oh. Like didn't take anyone with me. So That's um, scary in itself. Oh, yeah. Like not even a videographer to capture all this <laughs> yeah. fucking absolute <laughs> shambles. So I'm like, cool, cool, we're, we're good. The, the easel comes out. It's like a third of the size of that. The painting was that size. See that frame there? That's actually the, the frame. The that, massive one. Um, the one, yes, the one behind that girl. Oh, the yeah. empty one is the one that I actually okay. painted him on. Gotcha. And I took it off that frame. Wow. So I think, yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> we'll go with that one. That big. So there's a huge painting on an easel that's plastic and a third of the size Tiny. of that. And I'm like, where is that going? Because yeah. that ain't going to hold my painting up. So I'm looking at, I'm like, we need an easel. Like I'm, I'm like, he wants it on an easel. He wants it up. He wants it to be a big thing. Then they have this tiny piece of black cloth. Like I'm talking like <laughs> a, Co- a covers the man's head. Like <laughs> cover my left tip. Like yeah. literally like, oh, like just going to put that there. Like cool. Like, and you've got this huge dude on a canvas and he wants to cover it. Yeah. And I'm like, where's that going to go? Yeah. So I just said, I, I've just befriended randoms and I was like, hey, like, I need some black cloth. I'm like, do you, did you set this thing? He's like, yeah, like we like rolled out this, this thing. I'm like, okay, cool. Do you have black cloth? Like we need black cloth. And you need like, and I'm like, do you have an easel? And they're like, no, we don't have an easel. And I'm like, you and you, you're going to be human easels. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, the rock's going to come over and you're going to have to stand behind the piece and be a human easel. So I've acquired these two random guys. One of them had a booger in his nose. I'm like, oh, just stand uh. there for a second. 
pulled the booger out you for did? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I shit you not. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, thank you so much. And I'm like, no worries. What up? You just plucked like, a booger and a bit of nose good. hair. He came back to me later. I'm like, dude, you have another one. I'm like, how did that get there? And why has no one told That's you? It's a sinus and like, infection for sure. And he's like... <laughs> These people in Australia, like, they're built different. Yeah. I'm like, this is normal for me, man. I'm like, this is all good. I'm like, I've got your back. Wow. But it's funny because, like, we see The Rock get here. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And they're, like, you're second in line. So he did, like, a live. He was live streaming on TikTok and on his Instagram. I didn't know that it was live on Instagram. So I was just standing like, cool. Like, what am I doing? I'm, like, handed my camera to phone to someone. I'm like, can you just film a bit of this? Like, that oh, would be no. great. Might That'd be, be lovely. Important. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. taking selfies. Like, woo. Like, this yeah. is so funny. And he, he like, walks over, does his TikTok interview. And then next to me, we were supposed to, like, re- rehearse, like, what we were going to say. We didn't get a chance to. So, I'm, like, I've got to speak. And I have no fucking idea oh, what I'm no. going to say. Yeah. So, I just winged it. Came out all right? Came out all right. Yeah. wasn't too bad. I didn't swear. So, that was great. <laughs> and then, um, but it, the, the funniest thing was he came over and he's, like, Oh, hey, guys, and, like, smacked him on the shoulder. Oh, the, like, the human you. easels. The, the human easels. So he, like, tapped them both on the <laughs> they back. They would have loved that. Yeah, 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 they did. So, um, and that's how you roll. Wow. That gave me anxiety. Me too. I had a panic attack during But, but also, yeah. what, what an amazing story. That's and even a, though yeah. it didn't go to plan, it is so perfect because it shows anyone that no matter, like, what caliber you're dealing with, in your case, mm. the biggest mega movie star, mm. well, we're big wrestling fans, so yeah, <laughs> WWE yeah. champion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. WWE champion, You're like OG in fans. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the biggest name in the world, yeah, and you've had to, um, what's the word on the thing? Improvise, yeah, improvise, improvise yeah, 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 and it's worked. Yeah, yeah, it did, sort of. Yeah, but well, I think it did. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> story. but hundred percent, it worked. Yeah. But like nothing's going to be perfect. Do you know what's funny? Because there's a video. I'm like watching them trying to get this canvas out of like this mass. I'm like, where are you going to put the rubbish? Like where's the rubbish going? Because, yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm videoing them because I think it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like this and in, in like I can hear me. I'm like, this just makes me realise that it's okay that I don't have my shit together. Because I was like, <laughs> you guys are like the biggest Hollywood people. And like no one has any idea. And that's why I always say to oh, people, wow. I'm like, Nothing is as it seems. Like you think everyone has yep. their shit together. No one does. It's great. It's so true. Yeah. It's amazing. Does, does he keep that painting? Yes. It's yeah. in his house. Wow. That's wow. Sick. One of. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I've, I've had a bit of an idea while we've been talking. So Danielle, Doss and I, we're starting to build a bit of a YouTube channel. Yeah. We're kind of at the start of it, but we've been um, collabing with ex-guests. <laughs> God, I don't know show. where you're going with this. <laughs> Jesus. No. Um, we collab with ex-guests yeah. and they and we do something in their field and it's normally DOS first day and then there's a loser gets punished in okay. some way. Oh. Um, so we've done motorbike stunts. We've done, we've been in V8s. We've done, we're about to do a cricket one. We've surfing. done surfing. We're, we're doing all these more sporty ones, but maybe we can uh, tee up a DOS VD on the easel mm. as in a, in a painting. Maybe, okay. a, maybe, you know, you might give us something to paint. You might yep. give us a few pointers and, there you go, boys. You got twenty minutes, and yep. you yeah. declare a winner. And there's a punishment. Yeah. What I will uh, say. Can I think of the punishment? You can yeah. think of the punishment. Oh my god, I know, I know. Can I say it? Yeah, go yeah. for it. I reckon that we should just like go into a paddock, 
and just get like paint guns and paintballs and just love it. fire away. Love it. Great idea. Yeah. Great if, idea. if you know someone who, who or, or unless you go and paintball yourself, do you? No, is that I a don't. I never because I know it hurts. We're so organi- like, organising that. <laughs> but, but it drills. But there's one yeah. thing we won't be able to paint. So Doss stitched me up earlier in the pod, obviously telling my story of, of year 10. But around that same time, uh, I don't know oh, if you no, have you remember this? I, I, think, know, you, I, I know where you're going. I think he likes to forget this. I'm going right red already. There's a little bit of information, Danielle. So around that time in year 10 uh, Doss went and did a, a, a tour of America Camille would have been there as well family trip of a America family trip of America yeah Uh-oh. and came back and it was like the first day of you know classes and we yeah. w- walk in and we're in H- the, how old 15, 15 16 yeah. and we go into the uh, to the drama hall and Doss goes gee it's a bit weird for an art class and there's easels around the side and I said oh you know what we're doing today and he goes no no idea and then out comes a robed woman, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a mature. Uh, that's woman. pretty young. For a, that's pretty young. I know. She's probably f- pushing Fif- sixty. Fifteen years old we were. Yeah, I still giggle at that. Oh, so like, well, imagine, imagine it. Have you like, said? Did you, did you said you painted Mr. Bean, didn't you? Yes. Did, so have I you, look like Mr. Bean. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I never saw no, that. I really never. do. Um, we might just explore like that a bit later. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Did you see that episode where he where he goes and he's in like an art class and there's a nude model and he can't? Yes. That it was him. That was he, you. he was bright red. He was sweating. He was giggling. He she wasn't look. naked though. I don't know. She wasn't naked, but she, she was, was in a you know underwear. Oh, underwear. Honestly, I wish there were phones back then. Like, oh, could you I, have phones at school then? No, no, we're, we're no. a bit old. I don't think we did. We might no. have been carrying phones. Nike, they weren't Nokia's or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but, but that, I, I, that was horrible. Like I was dripping in sweat. Do you I feel like you're sweating over there. I am. I'm like, it. <laughs> I've got a flashback. Well, maybe, like, maybe we'll have to get, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh. Well, thanks for that, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I still get weird about that stuff. I'm like, oh. Have you ever painted a nude person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Male or female? Male in art class, I think it was. Jeez, poor bloke. I hope the heating was on that day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They don't care though. Nah. They don't care. They don't care. Was it was it shriveled <laughs> up or? <laughs> I think it was a little little peanut. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> they like we said, they don't care. Uh, so. no, they I, don't. I used to. I won't say the family member. Now. I know he won't listen to this. So it's not. safe. But I used to. You know, one of our artists in our family. Did draw a lot of naked women, okay. so I thought it's a great excuse, you know, yeah. being a male artist to, uh, you know, yeah. this is all art. It all That's comes under the banner of art. And I'm, <laughs> why is that porn on? No, it's art. It's art. <laughs> no, I'm just getting art. an idea. Yeah. It's like, I'm pretty sure that's a gangbang, but yeah, no, yeah. art. It's art. Art, yeah. yeah. Mate, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's a dangerous, it on slippery tax. slope art. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, before this gets too silly, have you got any final questions nah, for Daniel? No, 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 to uh, be honest, I've, I've loved it. I think he's uh, tapped yeah. out now. Yeah. 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 I've brought red, I've lost. I need Can't a drink. Look at the camera. Well, before we let you go, Danielle, how can we, of course, see your beautiful work? How do we follow you? Where do we follow you? And, of course, for the, the Dawson D loyal listeners, there's a little discount Yeah, code. we like to do that. So, I think predominantly on Instagram, but we're across all all socials, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. What else is there? Twitter, threads. We've got to add oh, that in so there. So we've got to start, we need to start that. Yeah, yeah, get on there. Um, Are you on YouTube as well? YouTube as well. Yep. So Danielle's artwork across all or Danielle Weber on LinkedIn. Uh, and website is www.daniellesartwork.com. And then for any of your listeners, we'd like to give away a little discount code for anything online. And that's 25% off if you enter the code 
triple D 25. <laughs> Are we okay. going? DDD D- D- 25. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Easy to remember. How good's that? We'll, yeah. have, that, uh, we'll have that code come up on, uh, on yeah. the screen. Yeah. yeah. So well, thanks, thanks for doing that. That's, That's okay. so lovely. That is very lovely. Special. I think, I, I think these... I'll use that discount code myself. I <laughs> yeah. need some new, uh, new prints around the house. Good. Love it. Yeah. Well, Danielle, thank you so much. No, thank you. One, for having us in yeah. beautiful space. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, and two, for being so open and honest and just your story is amazing. So oh, we're so grateful for you to actually say yes for the opportunity. Yeah. But hopefully let, let this blossom into a great friendship because we're about to go paintballing by the time. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad, but like not really. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Daniel. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, heaps. Wasn't that episode just awesome? Oh, mate, I got so much out of it. I'm sure you did too. And, of course, thank you to everyone who listened. Guys, if you haven't already, go and subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For sure. And please leave us a five-star review on Apple. It goes such a long way to helping the show. And, of course, you have your chance to get a shout-out. Don't forget to go and follow us over on Instagram as well. What's the Instagram, D? It's at D underscore. D-O-S-A-N-D-D underscore. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the next episode. 